Blog Talk Radio. One source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network. Thank you. 
ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line. I'm Here on High Frequency Radio Network This is the foundation And we are High Frequency It is my pleasure To welcome you to another episode I am your host, SOTL S-O-T-L, that's Seeker of Truth L, Speaker of Truth L And again, I would like to welcome you to the foundation where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So as always, we are looking to apply that information correctly because it is correct. I would like to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator and the ancestors off top. And I want to say peace, shout out, salute, big up, To my big brother, Uncle Yusuf L High Frequency Radio Network Creator Extraordinaire We got SPC University We got Private Side Solutions We got Airbnb My man is a hustler, he's a grinder You know what I mean You get down and lay down And that's what it is And if you're trying to get down I would like to welcome you to check out Welcome to TheFoundation.com Make sure you sign up for that email list Check out that free information, free. Get your dance on PDF section. You know, just download that stuff. Go, just read it. All you got to do is read it. Make sure you check out that educational tab. Make sure you grab that passport, no social, part one, part two. Chris L. came through and blessed us. Make sure you grab that foundation trust primer. If you're new to private trust, contract trust, uh, you know, uh, we've got Massachusetts Trust, Massachusetts <laughs> Peer Trust, these things. You know, grab that trust primer over 18 documents handpicked by yours truly, just for you know those those starting out. And then then jump after that, grab that trust series, part one, part two, and three. Foundation Trust series from from start to finish. We're gonna jump into you know what are the trust structures that we deal with. Here at the foundation, what makes them valid? Where is the validity um, draw its authority from? How is it utilized? How do we administer it? So on and so forth. Grab that foundation trust series. That's on the educational tab at welcometothefoundation.com. You can also book a consultation. You can make a donation. You can find the social media stuff all at the same spot. That's welcome to thefoundation.com just in case you didn't hear me the first three times I want to say peace to all the trustees all the private trustees and private trustee training 
I mean, I'm really proud of y'all, man. Working, working, man. It's inspiring to, to see people and see what they do when, you know, they got the correct information and the correct mind state. I want to say peace to all the listeners, all the archive listeners, live listeners, live callers, internet listeners, MP3 podcast listeners, sharers, dancers, however you're listening. You know, somebody is translating the, the show in SOS to you, fam. Straight up. Morse code. Peace. In Morse code. I also want to say peace to all those who are investing in their private education. And peace to anyone we've done business with in the private via consultation or someone who sent an email, well wishes, current event, or otherwise added to the foundation. Definitely want to say peace. Today's show, you know, internet radio show, a lot of people call it podcast. A lot of trustees call the show's training. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. You know, but today's show is five hard truths of a, of a private trustee. And how this is going to work out is I usually get into the technicals and mechanics with regards to state um, administration, business administration, trust administration, so on and so forth. I want to start kind of delving into, you know, the mind state. Definitely. Different ways that, you know, those of us in the private, in order to be successful, different ways that we must think, you know, different ways that we must deal and interact with those in the public and you know different ways that we administer our private estates with regards to investments holdings you know assets so on and so forth so in the next couple shows you know I'm going to get into some of that stuff I may you know do my dance around and kicking off into something else, but I'm definitely working on mind state, you know, trustee mind state, and that's going to be a thing for a minute. So <clears throat> today's show, like I said, we're going to get into the five hard truths of private trustee. A lot of stuff, you know, you're going to hear all the, all the great things about going private, so-called going private and, you know, being private and, and you know, all this dancing. And not very many people are going to jump out here and be like, well, this is some of the negative things that you're going to encounter as you transition to private administration and, you know, reduce your dependence and um, regulation with regards to the public. So we're going to get into that. But as always, you know, we first get into current events because this is what we need to pay attention to because it's bugged out out here. It's bugged out. So we're going to start off with CNN business and the current events, and then we're going to get into the five hard truths. I'm going to give you all a bonus as well. So, as you know, you can count it six or seven hard truths, but technically we're going to stick with five. That's a nice, you know, prime number. CNN business, U.S. stocks pull back after setting records. Stocks slip in volatile day trading. Investors are still waiting for news of more stimulus from Washington. Meanwhile, an antitrust lawsuit and push to break up Facebook by the Federal Trade Commission and 48 state attorneys general is unnerving investors in tech stocks. We also got CNN business, David Goldman, trying to tell y'all, don't fret the pricey market. 
The market's phenomenal run-up makes sense. Despite the soaring economy and unrelenting rise in cases in the United States, Christine Kirsten, Kristen, Kristen, bitterly, head of capital markets for Citi, quote, the market is not the economy, and the economy is not the market. All right. Well, there you have it. Moving forward, CNN Business. Mm, I'm going to skip this one. We're going to read this a little later. A little, 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 little later rings. Man, we got a lot of current events, y'all. I'm sorry. That's 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 why I be starting the show a little early, you know what I'm saying, these days. Plus, I got a lot of complaints. There's too much music. There's too much music. I love music. If it wasn't for music, y'all would not be hearing my voice. I'm just going to let y'all know that. I don't know what I'd be doing, where I'd be at, but it definitely wouldn't be doing free informational internet radio shows every Wednesday night for coming up on five years. Yes, five years. I did the math, and I'm going to digress a little bit, y'all. I did the math. I've been on high frequency or will have been on high frequency as of January. I think it's 6th. January 6th, coming up on my 5th anniversary of High Frequency Radio Network. A lot of y'all will be like, well, so I go back into the archives and I only see you since 2017 and 17 plus, you know, 3 is 20. So you've been on for 3 years. Well, I would have to correct you. There was a show that I was the co-host on on High Frequency Radio Network for a little over a year. That show is no longer available on High Frequency Radio Network. You can't find it. You know, things happen. I will not speak anything beyond that. But, so, a year of the co-host shows that I was doing, they're gone. If you have some downloaded, that's dope. But, you know, those are gone. And that was in 2016. So, if you count, and then I started the foundation... In 2017. So if you count all of 2016, which was one year, all of 2017, which is two years, all of 2018, which is three years, all of 2019, which is four years, and all of 2020, that would be five years. So in January 6th-ish, 2021, it will be my fifth year anniversary on High Frequency Radio Network. I accept gifts, gifts, gifts. And donations. I'm just playing. I'm, I'm clowning. I'm clowning your boy, that Doctor Homie. <laughs> I'm just saying, f- five years. I think it's dope. I'm, I think it's real dope. I'm really excited. I, it's it's gone by very quickly, and um, I'm super extra mad, crazy, you know, ridiculously appreciated to you know, not only the creator and the ancestors, but Yusuf L. You know for allowing me to hold it down for so long you know it's just it's it's, it's it's been an honor it's been a pleasure like and i'm not just saying this it's not hollywood this is truth i'm speaking truth it's an honor it's been a pleasure and humbling very humbling that you know yusuf l mr joseph jones looks at me in such a manner to where he has you know pretty much given me full reign with high frequency radio network while you know he pursues other endeavors and of course it's always going to be Yusuf Fells I have no ownership of High Frequency Radio Network I want no ownership of High Frequency Radio Network but yo it's just been an honor it's been an honor so you know I don't know if the brother listens to the shows but if you do bro man appreciate you man I love you straight up I consider you a family 
I consider you a good friend. And you're like one of those friends that, you know, you ain't talked to in like four, eight months. And as soon as you talk to him or see him, you just pick up right where you left off. You know, I don't know if I knew you before, but I know you now and I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? So moving forward, blah, blah. After, you know, I just did my little, you know, emotional dance, appreciative dance. CNBC, <laughs> Dow falls more than 100 points as tech drops, pushes stocks off record highs. And, you know, I just shared with you why, the, you know, they sue on Facebook. People are spooked. Uh, Apple was among the worst performing Dow components, falling more than 2%. Salesforce dropped 3.2%. S&P 500 tech sector fell almost 2% to lead the index lower. Facebook declined 1.9% after the Federal Trade Commission, along with several states, filed lawsuits that could force the social media giant to divest Instagram and WhatsApp. So they'd have to sell Instagram or WhatsApp or spin them off onto their own things and divest their ownership. This is what we're looking at. And this is what got the market spooked. But, ooh, that's kind of controversial. That's weird. We'll save that for last. We're going to move forward. 3M, surprisingly, is cutting another 2,900 jobs, CNN business, 3M maker of Post-its and industrial materials is cutting about 3% of its global workforce, amounting to roughly 2,900 jobs as the company continues its restructuring plan. In a release last Thursday, 3M CEO Mike Roman said the changes were the result of the pandemic and that has, quote, advanced the pace of change and disrupted end markets around the world, increasing the need for companies to adapt faster, end quote. So I guess what equates or translates to adapt for a company or a corporation or a CEO means fire, fire fools, just Start laying fools off, man. Hey, I guess that's the language of business. What we got here? I like this. CNBC, this is good news. Y'all check it out. Good news. You're a U.S. citizen. House votes to fund government for a week amid rush to strike spending and COVID relief deals. The House passed a one-week government funding extension today. I, I know you guys were you were spooked, weren't you? Because I, I, was, I was concerned. I was so concerned about the United States. As Congress tries to buy time to strike broad spending and relief deals, the measure which passed in a 343 to 64, I'm sorry, 67 vote, would keep the federal government running through December 18th. Many operations will shut down amid the raging pandemic if lawmakers fail to approve funding before Saturday. The government, hey, the government's going to stay open for, you know, Congress, man. They got their stuff together and they passed the bill so they could stay open. You know, of course they did. Meanwhile, CNBC, lawmakers continue to wrestle with the stimulus bill. Will the next COVID relief bill contain $600 or $1,200 stimulus checks? Question mark. CNBC, look, they passed the bill to get their money, but... I guess it's not good news for United States citizens as Capitol Hill lawmakers continue to work on the next round of stimulus relief. A big question remains. Will there be a second round of $1,200 stimulus checks? Based on the new plan, lawmakers for for and against those checks could split the difference and send 600 
dollar one-time payments instead of the $1,200 sums that were sent out to millions of Americans this past spring. Were you one of those millions? The proposal, which was put forward by current President Donald Trump, would include $600 payments per individual or $1,200 payments per couple, plus $600 per child. Meanwhile, other leaders, including Senator Bernie Sanders, which is... He's an independent from Vermont, i got to tell you that, are pushing for the sums to stay at $1,200. Quote, today, one in four workers are unemployed, which is true, or make less than $20,000. That's true, too. Congress must provide direct payments to the working class now. Uh, I don't know if that's true. At least $1,200, end quote. Sanders tweeted this week the new push for more one-time payments comes as recent proposals, notably the $908 billion bipartisan plan have excluded stimulus checks. Dang, dang. So, well, whether they're open, government's open or not, the it's the, it's the common, you know, U.S. citizen, common man that's getting bang, banged. Bang, bang. But, you know, is this news? Is this news to you? One in five Americans expects to have to delay retirement because of the pandemic, a study finds? An Allian survey, survey, excuse me, from the spring showed that nearly half of Americans slowed or altogether stopped saving for retirement earlier in the pandemic. Now, new survey results from Northwestern Mutual show that 20% of Americans expect to delay their retirements as a result of the pandemic. Dang, dang. Quote, one of the things that Notable for me, says Christian Mitchell, who's chief customer officer of Northwestern Mutual, who went on to say, is that the fact that Americans are taking their financial security more seriously? End quote. That's backed up by numbers. The pandemic stimulated more than a third of Americans to adjust their financial plans in some way, the survey finds. Another 15% said that while they had no financial plan before the pandemic, COVID-19 prompted them to make one. Quote, a crisis like this is what it has a lasting impact on people's psyche, end quote, Mitchell says. Man, that's some horrible writing. The group whose collective psyche seems most affected by the pandemic is Generation X. A quarter of Gen X expects the pandemic would, will delay their retirement compared to 20% of the general population. Man, delay your retirement? That's not cool. Um, what else isn't cool? If you got to delay your retirement, well, you can get a Happy Meal, right? That'll make you happy. Well, probably not. McDonald's Happy Meals could get more expensive next year. And pay attention to this, because I've been saying, we're going to see inflation in prices, and we're going to see it in food. We're going to see it in shelter. We're going to see it in clothing before we see it anywhere else. And specifically food. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We're going to see it in food, shelter, and we're going to see it in energy costs. And specifically, food costs and energy costs are not included in the federal inflation uh, numbers. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) Officially, food and energy costs are not included in inflation. So they're like, well, we don't count because those prices are volatile anyways. Well, McDonald's Happy Meal could get more expensive next year. McDonald's is eliminating a two-decade-old deal with its franchisees that subsidize the price of Happy Meal toys for customers. 
That could mean pricier Happy Meals next year. Beginning next year, McDonald's. And this is the, this is what they're using to explain this phenomenon. Oh, we, we don't have this contract anymore. So we're going to charge you more. It's because it's cause of the toys. Blame China. Beginning next year, McDonald's will stop issuing a roughly $300 per month contribution to each of its 14,000 U.S. restaurants called the Happy Meal Rent-A-Service Fee. According to an internal message from its U.S. leadership obtained by CNN Business, the chain told franchisees the subsidy is no longer fueling growth in the way it once was, and the franchisees could opt to increase the price of a Happy Meal by 20 cents next year to offset McDonald's um, fees. McDonald's doesn't set the prices of its menu items, but rather lets franchisees decide depending on location. Quote, we believe that Happy Meal rebates represent a token of partnership and acknowledgement by the company that each owner and operator invests to drive affordability um, for family business to our restaurants. So they're blaming, they're going to blame the toys, but we're going to see increasingly more and more. Higher and higher food prices over the long term. You're you're gonna notice it, you know, in the short term as well. But we're gonna see it in the long term seriously. So you know, you just hey, just pay attention for it, right? Blah blah. Let's move on. CNN business falling sales, job losses, and bankruptcies. Pain spreads across America. Ooh, CNBC, the FDA says Pfizer's COVID vaccine is safe and effective, but trial participants warn of intense symptoms after the second shot. Dang, bro. Vaccinize all. The Pfizer BioNTech coronavirus vaccine is both safe and effective, according to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> In a report released Tuesday morning, the FDA indicated that it could greenlight the country's first inoculation within days. If Pfizer's shot is granted an emergency use authorization, or EUA, the, immuniz- e- wow. the immunizations, man, which are administered in those two doses are about three weeks apart, could start as soon as next week. Many people are now wondering whether this will just be like getting the flu vaccine. The short answer is... No, not really. One Pfizer trial participant told CNBC that after the second shot, he woke up with chills, shaking so hard he cracked a tooth. Quote, it hurt to even just lay in my bed sheet, end quote, he said. Others experienced headaches and fatigue. The FDA said that while side effects of the Pfizer vaccine are common, there are, quote, no specific safety concerns identified that would preclude issuance of NEUA, end quote. Uh, what we got? I mean, you have to keep your mind out during the trial when we didn't know what was going on to be the, sa- the vaccine to be safe. Uh, Yasir Bat Batalvi first read Moderna's 22 page consent form warning of side effects ranging from nothing to at all to death. He felt pretty worried. The 24 year old said that when he got the first injection mid October, it felt just like a flu shot. The second dose was a different story after the injection I had some side effects as the first localized pain and stiffness uh, but it was worse my my arm got sore faster and by the time I got home I started feeling fatigued and like anyone would feel 
if they were coming down with the flu. More significant symptoms presented that evening. Quote, I developed a low-grade fever and had chills. That evening was rough. After restless night, he called the study doctors who reassured him it was a normal reaction and no cause for concern. By afternoon, Batalavi said he felt like himself again. Ah. So, you know, it was, for, it was only for a day. I almost died for a day. CNBC. Gold hits two-week high as investors eye fresh U.S. fiscal support. Dang, dang, Wall Street Journal. Stocks drop as investors eye stimulus talk. Stimulus. Reuters stocks drop as economic worries weigh and the dollar climbs. Global equities indices fell today as negotiations over further U.S. fiscal stimulus dragged on and the dollar rose for a fourth straight session. Investors are waiting on news on further U.S. economic relief as the coronavirus pandemic continued to take its toll on the economy. Man, the economy is all bad. CNN business. Nope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this for a minute. Remember? Remember I said that? Starbucks. Reuters. Starbucks eyes walk through stores. Technology to power post-pandemic growth. Y'all ready for the walk through stores? Starbucks. Chief Executive Offer Officer Offer <laughs> Kevin Johnson said customers will flock back to cafes once the pandemic is over, even as the company builds more walkthrough locations without seating in major cities. They're, you think they're gonna they're gonna leave? They're gonna be like, oh, we don't need these walkthrough locations anymore. No, they're gonna keep them joints open. They're gonna keep them joints open, especially if they're you know making sales. After efforts to expand U.S. suburban drive through locations, the world's largest coffee chain is creating a similar experience for customers on foot. Orders are to be primarily digital, paid for in advance, as the company shifts to new store formats in response to changing habits. Y'all remember that white paper I read, y'all, about how they're going to do this cashless society, and they're gonna, it's not going to be mandated. They're going to have the, the vendors and, 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 and retailers push for it. What we're trying to do is build the equivalent of a drive-through in a dense metropolitan area, with which I think as of a walkthrough. Johnson told Reuters in an interview ahead of the company's biannual investor day today. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready for the walkthroughs and, and the cashless, the cashless payments in advance? Reuters, criminals getting smarter. In use of digital currencies to what? Launder money. Uh oh. Criminals are becoming more sophisticated in their use of cryptocurrencies to launder money with hundreds of millions of dollars of dirty funds last year flowing through digital wallets that allow users to hide their trail. According to Elliptic, who's Elliptic? At least 13% of all criminal proceeds in Bitcoin pass through privacy wallets which make it harder to track cryptocurrency transactions in 2020, up from 2% in 2019, according to the study by the digital currency forensic firms. Oh, elliptic, that's what it is. While cryptocurrency transactions are pseudonyms, they are recorded on a public ledger called blockchain, which makes it easier to track fund flows. Over the past decade, law enforcement has become better at tracking illicit activity on blockchains, but... Privacy wallets, of which there are several types, combine a mix of um, anonymity and cryptocurrency transactions and make it complicated to follow a money trail. Quote, it makes it practically impossible to track funds, especially if 
You do a series of transactions through privacy wallets. End quote. This is Dr. Tom Robinson, <coughs> chief scientist at Elliptic. Quote, this is a big challenge for law enforcement. It means they are probably at a dead end. End quote. Much of the $120,000 in Bitcoin raised in a hack of famous Twitter users' accounts in July went through privacy wallets, as did part of the $280 million in crypto assets stolen from an Asian exchange KuCoin in September. The study also describes use of decentralized exchanges, platforms that are not run by a specific company to launder funds. So, um, it makes it practically impossible to track funds, especially if you do a series of transactions through privacy wallets. This is Dr. Tim Robinson, chief scientist at Elliptic. Elliptic is a... (laughs) A digital currency forensic firm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reuters. Hackers steal Pfizer. BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine data in Europe, companies say. Isn't it the, the same one that people were getting sick from? U.S. drug maker Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech said on Wednesday that documents related to the development of their COVID-19 vaccine had been quote unlawfully accessed end quote in a cyber attack on Europe's medicines regulator dang how does that make you feel mandatory vaccine anyone Yandex robots start to deliver restaurant meals in central Moscow yeah it's Moscow it's Russia what does it matter to us yo these fools they got robots delivering meals. So all you Uber Eats drivers. I don't know what the other companies are. I know there's I know there's other ones, man, but I don't use them. But all y'all fools. All y'all, you'll be paying attention to this. If you're any type of delivery person. Driverless robot buggies started delivering hot restaurant meals to paying customers in one central Moscow district today. Their operator, Russian internet giant Yandex, said the Yandex.eats app, one of several food and grocery delivery services in Moscow, is offering customers around the White Square Business District the option to have the meals delivered by a buggy-like delivery robot instead of a human. The robot, called the Yandex Rover, has been delivering groceries in some Moscow areas as part of a pilot program since the autumn It is now gradually expanding its catchment area. The robot picks up orders from restaurants and brings them to customers who then unlocks the robot using their smartphone and then they lift out the food from the robot. Three of them are now operating at White Square, part of the citywide fleet of 20 robots. The delivery service and its rival, Delivery Club, mean that sight of the delivery couriers wearing bright yellow and green overalls with boxy thermal satchels on their backs has become ubiquitous in Moscow in recent years. Um, Yandex, which is described as Russia's Google, said in November last year it had started testing autonomous delivery robots. It has also started using them commercially in Annapolis, a tech district in Tatarstan region. Tatarstan? Tatarstan. Tatarstan. Man, looks. I'm not even going to. Look, so the equivalent of Google in Russia is using robots to deliver hot food 
You unlock it with your smartphone. I get all of your Mac address. I get your IP address. I get your Bluetooth radio ID. I get your Wi-Fi radio ID. I download it to this little chip in my robot that drives off with all of your information from your smartphone. Am I tripping? I'm not. Because some of y'all know I, I administer a technology company, Reuters.com. U.S. job openings rise, but labor market is slowing. What does that mean? What does it mean? U.S. job openings increased in October, but many of the help wanted signs could disappear amid widespread restrictions on businesses to slow the rapidly spreading pandemic infections. The month-old job openings in Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, report from the Labor Department today also showed a rise in layoffs, though a chunk reflected the discharge of temporary workers hired for the 2020 census. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. The United States is in the throes of a new wave of infections with the number of confirmed cases crossing the blah, blah, blah number. Quote, the labor market remains miles and miles away from the best economy in 50 years in February before the pandemic struck. End quote. This is Chris Rupke, chief economist at Mufug in New York. It's M-U-F-G. It just looks funny. Quote, October job openings are likely to disappear in a hurry, relatively speaking, by the end of the year with new strict stay-at-home orders issued in California this month, which is the most populous state in the country. End quote. Bang, bang. Doesn't sound good. What we got here? What we got here? What we got here? There's a special report. You gonna save that? CNBC. This is crazy. No, we're gonna go to China. Okay, CNN. CNN. Business. The U.S.-China fight isn't going away. This proves it. This much has been made clear in recent days. The United States-China fight. It's not a trade war anymore. They're calling it a fight now. Um, I think trade war is further away from war than fight is. So I think the word fight is closer to the war than the words trade war. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Anyways, the U.S.-China fight that's rattled markets and forced companies to rethink their global supply chains won't just be a feature of the Trump era. What's happening, the United States House of Representatives today passed a bill that could kick several Chinese firms off American stock exchanges. It was already greenlit by the Senate, which means it now just needs the president's signature to become law. The legislation would prevent companies that refuse to open their books to United States accounting regulators from trading on Wall Street, period. Though it would apply to any foreign company, the focus on China is obvious. Beijing has resisted such audits and requires companies that trade abroad to hold key paperwork in mainland China, where they cannot be examined by overseas agencies. Quote, U.S. policy is letting China flout rules that American companies play by, and it's dangerous. End quote. Senator John Kennedy, a Louisiana Republican who is one of the bill's initial sponsors, said in a statement who went on to say, quote, today the House joined the Senate in rejecting a toxic status quo. End quote. Beijing isn't pleased, of course. Quote, we firmly oppose politicizing securities regulation. End quote. This is Ministry of Foreign Affairs spokesperson Hua. Chunying. In a reply when asked about the boat. So uh, why am I talking about China? I, I think we need to pay attention to China. Um, I've been paying attention to China and what's going on with the United States and China and Iran and Russia and then the proxies 
But I, I think we should pay attention because regardless if it affects, if it grows into an um, a, uh, any type of war, whether it's uh, water war, air war, you know, whatever. Even if it doesn't get that far, this is going to affect this country economics, which means deductively it's going to affect your economics. So it's something to pay attention to. What I found interesting on CNBC, 17 states tell Supreme Court they support Texas bid to reverse Biden win. What? 17 states whose elections were won by President Donald Trump told the Supreme Court today that they support Texas Attorney General Ken Ken Paxton's bid to file a lawsuit that could effectively reverse President-elect Joe Biden's projected electoral college victory. The filing back in Paxton by those states came a day after he asked the Supreme Court for permission to sue Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, all of which Biden won over the voting processes. Later today, Trump filed a motion to intervene in the case in his personal capacity as a presidential candidate. The Supreme Court has yet to rule on Paxton's requests. I think this is very interesting for a number of reasons. This is CNBC. 17 states tell Supreme Court they support Texas bid to reverse Biden win. And I think it's very, very interesting how they spoke on the president um, filing a motion to intervene in his personal capacity as a presidential candidate and not in his capacity as president. And, you know, we get into capacity a lot when we're dealing with Administrating entities, whether public or private. Uh, Reuters.com special report how oil majors shift billions in profits to island tax havens. (laughs) Bermuda and the Bahamas aren't exactly big players in the oil and gas world. They don't produce any of the fuels at all, yet the islands are deep wells of profit for European oil giant Royal Dutch Shell. They snitching. Reuters.com special report. How oil majors shift billions in profits to island tax havens. There's a lot of snitching going on these days when it comes to, you know, which leads me to believe, you know, there's a reason behind it. I'm not going to get into the reason. I would rather get into the show, which is five hard truths of private trustee training. So I'm just going to leave it there with current events. I appreciate y'all. I trust y'all having a good week. You enjoying yourself? You know, the weather's nice where you at. And now, you know, you ready to get down because I'm going to jump into this. Like I said, I, I usually I usually talk about the mechanics and technicals with regards to administration, whether you're administering a trust, public or private, a public corporation, LLC, charity. To me, it doesn't matter. All of these entities are fundamentally administered very, very similarly in the fact that you are not the entity and the entity is not you. So, with regards to this evening's show, this evening's broadcast, we're going to talk about five hard truths of a private trustee. I was talking to you know, one of the newer trustees in the foundation trustee training. And I I found that over the years, 
when I'm dealing with new trustees, you know, a couple weeks, couple months into the training, they they say a lot of the same things. We experience a lot of the same situations and what we could say hard truths of the transition of a you know a public individual, so to speak. Just keeping it, you know, keeping it functional. And a private, you know, administrator, a private man or woman, and a, or a private trustee. So, you know, I want to focus on, you know, the mental, your mind, you know, because we know all is mental. And, you know, everything starts in the mind. And when you're, when you're trying, when you're talking about trust, you're talking about administration, you're talking about, you know, wealth preservation, you're talking about, you know, generational wealth. You're talking about tax mitigation. You know, we're we're all talking the same thing. But what occupies your mind, your mental map? <laughs> you know, what what do you hold in your mind? What do we hold in our minds? And sometimes continue to attempt to hold in our minds and therefore kind of close to our hearts as we try to take this these steps into the private you know it's like it's like swimming in a pool right you can get in a pool and in the pool of water especially on a deep end you you can go underwater and pick up stuff that you couldn't pick up you know outside of the water you can be in the bottom of the pool just, you know dragging around a hundred pound whatever it is and you're picking it up and you know you're playing with it and stuff but as you leave that realm of being in the pool the things that you hold and the things that you were playing with you can't bring them with you it's it's actually physically physically impossible they're very very heavy and the pool gives them buoyancy and allows them you to manipulate these objects easier but as you exit the pool you lose the buoyancy of being in the realm of the water so it's much more difficult to manipulate these objects outside of a pool outside of that environment outside of that realm and that is very similar to me as going private as you move and transition private there's stuff that you have in your mind there's there's habits there's characteristics there's mannerisms of speech that you, you know you just can't bring with you to the private. It's a spiritual thing. I know I talk a lot about the functional, the substance, you know, the 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 the, 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 the true, you know, the things you can touch, the trust indenture, and you know the, the you know the, the trust signatures, the trust certificates, and you know the bank account statements, and you know just all these things. I touch on that a lot, but when we're talking about the mind and the transition. We're just discussing something totally different. So I want to talk about, you know, the difference, you know, in the realms of what I, you know, kind of just described as being in the pool, in the water versus being outside the water. Where the water allows buoyancy and how that relates to how being in the public gives certain ideologies and behaviors buoyancy it allows it to be okay or tolerated where in the private it is not cool you cannot do these things in the private so let's get started let's get started with number one 
Number one, the first hard truth that you're going to deal with as a private trustee is that you are on your own. Nine times out of ten, the person that you're looking for, that savior, that mentor, is you. You're going to have to be that for yourself. You're going to have to do the necessary research. You're going to have to do the necessary study. Um, You're going to find mentors along your path that are going to help you in specific areas and specific ways. But overall, there's no one person or two people or three people that you're going to find. And you're going to go over there and sit in the cabin with them. And they're just going to help build you all the way up and teach you everything you know. And it's just some sort of, you know, uh, order or some sort of... uh, what you call a discipline that's going to be taught to them. It doesn't work like that. This ain't the movies. And in the private, you know, you're responsible for your own. You really are. You take care of yourself and yours. And that's really what it is. You you may get lucky, you know, you may get lucky and find mentors that are dope and, and fulfill a lot of the requirement of a mentor. But you're going to realize that that's only for a particular time. Once you absorb and once you learn what that teacher has to tell you, then you're going to realize that they don't have anything else to teach you. And you're going to have to move on. And realizing that you're on your own, you have to realize that you have to let go. And realizing that you have to let go if you're true with your mental practice. Knowing that you're going to have to let go requires that you don't get it really attached in the first place. You know, that you're on your own. You're going to meet people. They're going to be cool. Nine times out of ten, they're going to stick with you. It's not going to happen. There's, there's usually going to be something that's going to happen. Now, you're going to meet people. You're going to meet two types of people as you transition private. Those who rock with you and want to work with you and help you and learn with you. And those who either think you're trying to scam, they think you were, you're being arrogant, that you think you're better than everyone, um, that you know everything, you're a know-it-all. Bottom line, you make them uncomfortable. They're no longer comfortable being around you. Um, they used to be comfortable being around you. And, you know, you got this new knowledge, you got this new energy, you got this new dance, and they don't, they ain't, I don't like it. I don't like it. You're making me, you're making me feel weird. I don't like to feel weird. So it, you're, you're the problem. You're the problem, which, which leads me, um, well, no, I'm, let me finish up number one, and then I'll get into number two. Um, as far as being on your own, Attorneys, lawyers, accountants, CBAs, they were all taught in the public, public education, control knowledge. Um, They were not taught contract or constitutional law. Um, Any trust law that they're familiar with, nine times out of ten, is going to be public, statutory trust law, grantor-type trust law, and um, which is, is, is is different and distinct than the type of law that is the foundation of the trust structure that we use here at the foundation. So you're on your own. You're going to, you're going to talk to attorney. They're going to say, you can't do that. Ain't no such thing as a, and if you believe him, Ooh, okay. Walk on, walk on. You come back and say, you lied to me. You told me because the attorney, you're on your own. And no attorney's going to be out here helping you. They, they first duty is to the public. So they, they structure entities in such a manner in the way that they were taught. And then if they get, uh, look, check this out. Even if you got an attorney, I've had clients. I, I've known, I've had this attorney in my family for years and years and years. And I'm like, all right, start talking to them. Start telling them, show, show them some documents. And I'm telling you, they stop answering their calls. They stop working with them. Shit gets weird. Excuse my language. Lifelong attorneys will stop taking your calls. 
At first, they're all excited, and they take the paperwork, and, and they're excited. They're like, you know what, blah, 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 and they go talk to their mentors and their elders who spook them. And basically tell them, you trying to lose your bar card? You trying to lose the ability to practice law? Because that's what you're about to do. You're derelict. You're, you're in breach of your fiduciary duty as far as a, a bar attorney because your first duty in your fiduciary duty as a bar, state bar attorney is to the public, to the state. You over here, you finna help them with this private trust? This contract entity? Man, they gonna think that you 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 writing contract trust for people. You gonna get this barred. And then now they spooked. Yo, they're gonna think you over here writing trust for people to legally avoid taxes. You think you gonna keep your bar card doing that? Oh man, get away from me. You deal with a lot there's a lot of fear in the public. Contradistinction, or you know, contrary to um, and, and in contradistinction to the fear in the public, when you're dealing with in the private, you you counterbalance that fear with knowledge. Only thing that dispels fear is knowledge or faith. But then even even your faith can be tested. Knowledge, man, you can't tell me, man. If I know, hey, I've seen it forty times, man. You seen? It, I saw it. Come on to me, hey. The sun ain't gonna rise tomorrow, man. Pfft. I have knowledge, bro. But you know, there's a place for faith. There's no there's no need or requirement, and, and no misunderstanding as far as me. Being dismissive or in any way putting down faith. Faith is very important. Absolutely important. But I'm talking about knowledge. So, you know, what's the hard truth? Number one, you're alone. You're on your own. Number two, hard truth. People closest to you, people closest to you are going to be the people who listen to you last. Your friends, your brother, your sister, your mom, your your uncle, your grandfather. <clears throat> if you're lucky, you'll have someone in your family who just trusts what you're talking about because you don't know what you're saying. You're trying to figure out what you're saying. You know about it in your mind because you've been listening to it. You've been you've been studying this stuff, but you don't know how to properly articulate to frame the necessary sentence structure required. To explain what you're saying to them because they don't have the prerequisite knowledge and study study that you have to even form a basis of what you're even talking about. So, A, you sound crazy to them. And B, you're tripping. Oh, yeah, we're going to avoid taxes legally. And blah, blah, blah. You sound like you're going to get everybody arrested. Everybody's going to go to the Fed is what you sound like. And why? Because most people, if they have any, any experience with anyone talking similar to how you were talking, them cats went to the Fed. I'm telling you. Holla black. So the people closest to you, the people who known you since you was little so-and-so, oh, that's little CC. You know, that's little JJ. That's little poop poop. That's bug. You know, hey, they don't, don't, don't hurt yourself. I'm telling you, don't, don't mess with your relationships. 
These are lifelong relationships. You've known these people your whole life or, or damn near. Don't don't play yourself. Don't get mad at them. They have these unrealistic expectations that just because you checking something out or something's moving you that it's automatically supposed to move them just because you say so. That's ego, bruh. That's ego, sis. You need to let that go. You need to meet them people on their level and understand that these people that you know, they're going to be the last to listen to you. They're going to have to see something. They've known you. They already know who you are. They've made up in their mind. They've known you for so long. They have experience with you. And you popping out, you know, after a couple months, like, yo, blah, 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 talking crazy, talking legalese and everything. They're not with it. They're not with it. Just leave it alone. I'm telling you, you, you can try. Everybody does. I did. Of course I did. You don't, you don't have a problem. You don't have a problem. Now, trustees, they jump in training, and then they set up trust estates for, you know, their brother, their sister, and then they get up upset and have a certain attitude because they don't feel like that person, that brother, that sister, that cousin, that uncle appreciated what they did for them. Graham, they don't even know what you did for them. First of all, let alone kind of can they appreciate it. And you can't even tell them. You have to show them what you did for them. They'd be like, oh, man, you pull up in that. Yeah, I pulled up in that because, you know, <laughs> have to expense it otherwise it's going to be taxed word yeah it's an allowable expense word man that's dope yeah I, I said enough for you you just don't use it what, 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 man how do I do it then that's how that's going to work you can fight against all you want that's 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 the second hard truth of a private trustee bang bang number three let's get into hard truth number three your people, your friends, your family, the people closest to you, they shirk responsibility. What does that mean? They don't want it. They don't want to do nothing extra. They do not want to read. They do not want to learn. They don't want to research. They don't want to do it. They don't want to learn anything that's contradictory to their reality. They're not interested in it. You walking up to them wearing the same outfit, you know, you got to understand these people are still in the same mind state. And unless you show them, you got to pull up in a Bugatti or something. And then they'll listen to everything you say. But you walk up looking the same or maybe looking a little different because you ain't really on that material stuff anymore. And you understand you don't own anything. You just control it. And whatever you wear belongs to the trust. They ain't trying to hear nothing you say to change their reality. They ain't trying to do no research. They ain't trying to learn. They ain't trying to read. They don't care about that PDF document that you sent to them in their email or texted them. They don't care. You sent them a YouTube video. They didn't watch it, man. And they're going to shirk with the responsibility. They might be down for the results. Oh, how'd you do that? Tell me how you did that. And you tell them, and they'll be like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, oh. Well, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, I got to, uh, Man, I've been trying to, uh, man, as soon as I get done with this, uh, you know what? I was working on this. I got to finish this up first, and then I was just, uh, oh. I'm really busy, man. You know, I got, oh. You don't hear a lot of that. They're going to shirk responsibility. And are you going to allow that to, you know, um, fog or taint how, how you view them. It's a hard truth. It's number three. People are in the shirt. Don't nobody want to do extra. Most people you deal with, they they went to school. They 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 already learned what they had to learn. 
Man, I ain't finna learn nothing else. I'm I'm having fun now. I'm gonna watch the game. I'm if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna watch any video, it's gonna be the housewives or something that make me laugh or something like that. I don't wanna. I'm not finna read nothing. Read what? Nah, finna read that. Most people can't keep their hands. They they get bored and within 30, 45 seconds they on their phone. You telling them to read a document that's like seventy some pages? That's not happening. And then they say, I'm done with the document. And then they look up and there's 10 more documents. That, nah, no, most people ain't having that. You got to understand that. That's a hard truth. You can't get upset about it. You can't be, you can't be mad at them. I mean, you can, but it's detrimental. It's detrimental to you, your emotions and your, men, your mind, take, mind state, your psyche. That's what you have to understand. That's the hard truth. Let's get to number four. What's number four? Remember when I said in number three, no one wants to read or research or do anything that's contradictory to their reality? Well, number four, you will be met with violence if you challenge these people's reality. You go on private, you're learning, you're studying, you're reading Supreme Court cases, you're seeing something different. You Maybe you got, um, you got some documents from the National Archives, you got some documents, you know, um, uh, from the uh, what we got here, they got the National Archives, and they got the uh, man. I'm sitting right here looking at this thing. Oh man! Oh, congressional record, man. I don't know why I drew a blank. You got the National Archives, you got the Congressional Records, you got federal statutes. You're doing research. You're doing research. And in that research, you're realizing it and coming to an understanding that things aren't what they seem. And there's different ways to do things. And there's, there's more beneficial ways to do things. And actually, a lot of the things that we doing and what we've been doing is not correct. It's actually incorrect, and we look kind of silly. I feel ignorant, and I feel silly. And I'm looking at you, and you look ignorant, and you look silly, and I don't want you to look ignorant or be silly anymore, and I want you to benefit in the ways that I'm benefiting and in the ways that I see that we can benefit. You're going to be met with violence. It's going to be either emotional it's going to be physical or it's going to be psychological, but you will be met with violence if you challenge these people's reality straight up. Don't do it. Especially if you start talking to them and telling, telling them about themselves and telling them the error in their ways in an arrogant tone, in a condescending manner, you're going to be met with violence. Physical, psychological, or emotional. Hands down. When we move into the private, as we learn this information, as we come to the understanding and realization that we were taught control knowledge and that there's a, an abundance, it's a plethora, there's ridiculous amounts of information and knowledge just with regards to commerce in this country that we weren't taught that's beneficial to us and our families. You bring into the attention to people what they don't know. Not because they asked you, hey, what I don't know. 
You just coming up. Hey, did you know that you don't know blah, blah, blah? You over here celebrating Christmas. Do you know that's the 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 winter solstice and 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 and, and, and pagan celebration? In the in the in the bowing between before the tree, and in the in the in the in the, in the, in the nature worship, and in the, the tinsel and and the, and the gold and the silver tinsel on the tree and what what that represents. And you over here doing it, and then you bow to the tree when you when you. Bend down to pick up the presents. You bowing to the to the. You're gonna be met with violence. Nobody want to hear that. Hard truth of a trustee. Number four, you will be met with violence, whether psychological, physical, or emotional, if you challenge these people's realities without their consent. I was trying to put them on. I was trying to help him out. Man, you did not get consent. You in the private, you got to get consent now. They've given, you given consent. We given consent to commercials. If you watch commercials, TV, we give commercials, consent to advertisements and certain things and different apps and stuff like that. There's certain things that we consent to just automatically as a society, but no one wanted to consent to being made feel stupid. So whether it's your friend, it's your mother, it's your brother, it's your sister, just be careful. Let's jump into the fifth one. Fifth hard truth of a private trustee, you know what I'm saying? We get into the end of this. Y'all see why I started early and stuff, you know what I mean? When it comes to transitioning to the private and then having to go deal with people in the public, I don't care how they are. It doesn't matter their age, their education, because their education is all controlled public knowledge anyways. It doesn't matter religion or anything like that. When you're dealing with people in the public, you're dealing with those who are in possession of controlled knowledge and not in possession of true knowledge. You're dealing with the mental third graders. That's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with mental third graders. If you can understand that concept as you transition into the private, whether you're talking to your brother, your sister, you're talking to the banker, you're talking to the to the county clerk, you're talking to whoever you're talking to, just as private trustees, we always assume ignorance over malice. But you need to understand that you're you're dealing with psychological and emotional third graders. They have a very, very small self-esteem. And they're they're very reactive and very emotional when you even look like you're attacking or even focusing on their self-esteem or anything that they associate with their self-esteem. Very, very immature. And if you hurt them, you hurt their feelings, they're going to get mad, they're going to get sad, they're going to go tell mommy and daddy, which is the supervisor, they're going to call the police, they're going to, this This is what you're dealing with. They're going to tell the teacher, they're going to go tell someone of authority on you. So, it is best to keep in mind that 
as private men and women, when we deal with those in the public, we're dealing with children. You're dealing with third graders. And if I ever walk up and see you beating up on a third grader, I'm going to take care of you. Do you understand what I'm saying? You get no glory over beating up on a third grader, being a mature adult. And that's what we are. When you say you're private, you're saying that you do not participate in public controversy. You're saying that you know that there is no money. You understand that public and private don't mix. I forgot the other one. Why am I drawing a blank tonight? Staying honor at all costs. And there's nothing honorable about being a bully. So I don't care if she's 40, if he's 82, he's a third grader. She's a third grader. Because you're private, you have private, true knowledge. They have public, controlled knowledge. You're dealing with third graders. And that's how you need to look at it. You need to keep your composure. You need to keep your emotions in check. Because you're dealing with children. And if you can understand that, you're going to have a pretty relatively easily transition to the private. And, you know, I welcome you into Trusty Training. Uh, you can email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com, and we can get you set up. We're running a spe- specific offer for those who are signed up to the email list. Go to welcome to the foundation.com on the main page and just put in your email, and you will be added to the email list. There's nothing else that you have to do. Ignore the Ignore the, the message that you get when you click enter or whatever. All you got to do is put it in there, hit the button, you're in there. But, you know, those are the five hard truths of a private trustee. If you can deal with that, then, you know, you're more than welcome to accept the offer of private trustee training here at the foundation. Um, I do have a bonus for y'all, though. And this is a bonus that, you know, probably this should, probably should have been number one, I think. But it is what it is. So, you know. Bonus of the five hard truths of a private trustee You will confront your ignorant nature Your ignorant nature You will confront your fears You will have to Um, You will reevaluate The people in your circle And you will have to be accountable And responsible For your ego for your fear, for your behavior, and for the way that you treat and deal with people. And if you can't do that, you have no business trying to administer a private trust, setting up a private estate, none of that stuff. You have no business. If you can't be accountable for yourself, if you're a Christian who he or she who be without sin cast the first stone, if you can't understand the principles behind that, and hold them and clutch them close and dear to you as a noble of your family heirship or bloodline you have no business this isn't for you it really isn't you will confront your arrogant ignorant fearful inconsiderate disrespectful selfish Nature, you will have to confront it. You will. 
There are things, and every trustee in training can attest to it. There are things that happen in your life when you come into the private information, when you really get there, whether it's in your personal life, your business life, combination, it doesn't matter. There are things that start happening where you have to confront things. You have to be real. You have to let go of some things. You have to pick up some other things. You have to maybe make some serious sacrifices to see how serious you are about this lifestyle change, which is transitioning to the private or going private, which is known as. But if you understand fundamentally that you have to address and functionally change your mind, the way you think about things, things that you value, habits that you've created, and therefore that will allow you to do things differently than you've been doing them up until now in your life. If you understand that's a fundamental part of going private, I don't know what to tell you. There's no 12 steps that's going to make it easy. No 12 steps here, go private. No, you're going to have a lot of problems if you don't look at this as a functional, substantive transition as well as a spiritual transition. You're going to have a lot of problems. I can keep it very, very worldly. I can keep it very substantive. You know what I'm saying? I can keep it very, very hands-on, very physical when it comes to the training. But I'll tell you, I, I fight spiritual battles all day, every day. I know that I'm a soldier in the war of the worlds. And, you know, every decision that I make, I make a choice to build or destroy on the path Of this life And if you're not willing to Confront your ignorance And your fear And your inconsideration And your 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 desperate manipulative tactics That you employ when you don't get what you want Your selfishness If you're not, if you're not ready and willing to confront that You're going to have some problems player when it comes to transitioning because when it comes to anything there's positive and negatives that come along with it that's why there's a saying that their grass is always greener on the other side a lot of people want to be famous want to be stars want to have a lot of money but they don't understand the the negatives the the trade-offs that come with that you have no privacy you don't know if they really like you or love you for you you know when you got people around you and stuff like that um, even your friends and your parents, the people closest to you that you love, they act different. They look at you differently. There's a different look in their eye when they look at you and stuff. You don't you don't know what it's like to live that life. You just know what it looks like and appears. Same thing with going private. It looks all honky dory and, and, and man, it looks spectacular over there. I, I see I saw soda over there moonwalking last week on the private side. It looks fun. Yeah, I'm sure it looks fun. But with with what comes to mind when witnessed as being almost magic or something spectacular really behind closed doors is an, a very arduous feat because it takes a lot of studying it takes a lot of um, um, grinding it takes a lot of research it takes a lot of understanding it takes a lot of application it takes a lot of you know a lot in order to show and prove in order to substantiate 
in order to walk this path. And it's not just by filling out paperwork and getting notary stamps on stuff and getting it authenticated on the state and the federal level. This stuff is spiritual. Yusuf will tell you, any any real mentor worth their salt or gold will tell you, like, you gonna you gonna walk this your left leg is gonna be walking the path in the in the physical and your left I mean your right leg is gonna be walking the path in the spiritual and you're gonna be doing it at the same time when you come over here. You gotta do all your business in clean hands. How do you do business in clean hands? You have to have proper morals. You have to have a proper character. You have to have empathy. You have to value truth, honor, peace, justice. And that, you know, these are the only ways. These are the only ways. And in order to do this, in order to, you know, transition to the private, you have to have these qualities. You have to confront your nature. You have to confront yourself. You have to, quote, you know, metaphorically look at the man or woman in the mirror and be honest and don't take out, take down the veils that you have in front of your eyes, how you soften the edges of yourself because it makes you feel better when you go to sleep at night. Quit it. We too grown for this. That's what they do, y'all. We don't do that. We nobles, and yes, it's a little it's a lot harder in a lot of in a lot of ways. It's a lot more responsibility. But the benefits are raw daddy. Raw daddy. And can't nobody tell you nothing when you know that you are doing your dance and your ancestors and the creators and the, the, the heavens and the earth and the universe is behind you. Because not only do you have right knowledge, you are walking right. So everything sparks, everything's got glitter, everything is happening. It's almost like magic. It's like, wow, why? How does everything seem like it happens just the way I want it to? It, it's it's a fine line. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Doesn't life? Y'all know what I'm talking about. In life, when we really need something, we take care of it. When we really need something. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When we really need it, man, somehow it just happens. We, we take care of it, right? Okay, so the transition from that to what I'm talking about is just when you want something, it happens. The, what, the stuff that you really need, you don't really need anything to happen anymore because it's taken care of. Now that energy of, oh, man, I really need to pay this bill. That energy is focused on, oh, man, I would really like this. That would be an enjoyable experience. So I'd really like, man, it changes. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell y'all right now? This is mentalism. You are very powerful. You are very powerful. And regardless, if you know it or acknowledge it or understand it, you bring to you what you get. You do that. And you know, no nothing against religion or faith, but bad things happen, we blame it on the devil. Good things happen, we praise God. Yo, take responsibility and be accountable for what you do. Do you get up every day? Do you choose to do this versus that? And of course, give homage, give honors, give thanks, you know, all praises to the creator and to the ancestors. You know what I'm saying? For without what would I be? But with that plus my action, 
my honor, no my nobility, my goals, my purpose. I am great. You are great. Hands down. We got about 30 seconds left in the broadcast. You got to call in 563-999-3625. 563-999-3625. Otherwise, you will be disconnected in about 30 seconds. But I think I think this right here, I think this show is very important. I trust. I trust that this show is very important. I trust that you needed to hear this. This is this is why I'm doing it. I don't I don't see any reason other than that. You know, why why would I be doing this show other than you you need to hear this? This was something that you needed to hear. I am a hollow reed, yo. You would be like, yo, thanks, so you don't know what you do. Hey, look, man, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to. I'm just, hey, man, I answered the call, and this isn't me. You just, you just see me, and you hear my. You don't see me. Y'all used to see me. You hear my voice, and this is my voice. Maybe I don't know the octave, or you know, the 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 voice signature. I guess belongs to me for now. But all this coming through me the same me, man. I'm just doing my job, you know. I get something in my mind, I will sit down and read. And I'll be like, man, I'll do it later. That's the difference, you know. Like, oh, I'm supposed to read that. That's interesting. I will read it. Because I feel like that's the ancestors. That's some that's something beyond me, but I'm still connected to that's kinda like letting me know. So I pay attention to those little nuances, little things that some people don't pay attention to, I do. And I don't pay too much attention to where I get superstitious. Like, oh, the bird landed right there. Does that mean I shouldn't go to work today? I don't know. But I do pay attention. I'm aware. So I don't know. I don't know. I was paying attention today, and something told me that I needed to talk about the five hard truths of a private trustee. I need to put down, you know, the reasons why you want to be a trustee and, and what's coming and, you know, all the, I need to put that down. And I just need to, I need to chop it up with y'all. So that's what I did. I, I trust that y'all appreciated it. I'm, you know, y'all want some phone? Y- y'all on the phone? Anybody on the phone? Should I take some calls? Okay. I see some on the phone. Look, before I go to the phone, bottom line. We were taught to look out. You were, you were taught your entire self, your entire life to look outside of yourself. For all things negative as well as all things positive. And whether that's detrimental or not, it's it's not necessarily appropriate if you're attempting to transition to the private. Because when you go private, it's all about 100% responsibility, 100% liability. In the public, there's limited liability. That's in the public. In the private, you're, yo, you got to handle your business. You got to be accountable. You ain't no, ain't no, it broke. It's I broke it. But it was an accident. But, you know, here. Oh, it just broke. I don't know. That stuff don't work in the private. You're playing yourself. And I just think that just needs to be understood. It needs to be spoke on. Um, and you, I mean, y'all need to get your mind right. You're going to be met with resistance. This isn't going to be easy. Oh, I found so. And he got trusty training. And, man, this is everything in one spot. And this is what I was looking for. And I know you're excited, but, yo, I, I'm not walking your path for you. I'm not dealing with the bankers. I'm not dealing with your mom, your dad, your girlfriend. When she asks you, why are you spending all this money on some sort of education? And it's not even a real school. 
and we need groceries. I'm not there dealing with that, y'all. Most of the time, you're not going to be our... I've been training people. I've been doing shows on high-frequency radio for coming up on five years. How long do you estimate that I've been researching and studying and applying this information prior to high-frequency radio network? Which means I was in... I was in the same boat, flying to Texas, $20,000, fly to California, $7,000, $500 on a manual, $700 on a, um, <laughs> on a, on a, on a basically four different books. $300 on a dictionary. You, you, you spent $300 on a dictionary? Well, yeah, it's a Black's Law Dictionary. It's a fourth, delix, fourth deluxe edition. They don't even make these anymore. Man, I'm getting looks crazy. You don't understand unless you do this. And then when things start changing, then everybody wants down. But what you got to understand is you are like a year, two years deep. And there's no easy way for them to catch up to you. Which creates another dilemma. Because now, here comes this, oh, do it for us. You're the savior. You're the one I always do. You could, mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Navigation. This is a spiritual thing. You got to sit down and think about it. And at the same time, you got to be good with your actions. You got to be able to go home and go to sleep and not be wrestling in your heart and in your mind on how you said something or what you said or how you treated somebody or just, you know, I've had a lot of trustees drop out, not because they couldn't get the information, just because they life and they couldn't, they couldn't, they could not relegate and aggregate their current life and lifestyle and the people in it and what they were doing with what they wanted to do. They couldn't, they couldn't bridge the gap. Very, very intelligent. Just couldn't bridge it. Just couldn't do it. It was too far of a jump. A lot of us have jobs and we learn in private information. What does that mean? A lot of us have spouses or significant others. So we go into work and then we getting off and we listen to podcasts and then we reading and we ain't spending time with them. A lot of us lose lose uh, relationships in this transition. Lose your wife, lose your husband. You're lucky. If your wife or your husband is learning this stuff with you, you are very lucky. Very lucky. It's hard. These are the hard truths, y'all. You be losing, you lose. But, you know, water finds a level. And if you got 10 bags in your hands, right? If I give you 10 bags and your hands are full and each bag has 40 bars of silver, right? And then I got another 10 bags in my hand and each bag has 40 bars of gold. And your hands are full. What do you do? <laughs> you got to let go of the silver bags to grab the gold bags. You know, it seems like so simple. I know I just nonchalantly just say these metaphorical phraseologies that just made. No, no. This is experience. This is, I know what I'm talking about so I can relate it to other subjects. <laughs> but if I'm holding 40 more than 10 bags and each bag has 40 ounces of silver in it and then you walk up at me and you like yo you want these 
and I'm looking down at my hand, and I know I can't grab, yo, what you giving me, and keep what I got. And what I got is valuable, but I know what you got is more valuable. You know how hard it is for people to put down value and have nothing just for a second so they can pick up something more valuable? Do you know how hard that is? Especially if what you are holding is something that you worked hard for. It's like, let's say a degree. How about that? Let's say you worked eight years, four years to get a degree. And then so comes up to you and talk about this private dance. And yeah, you can use <laughs> a contract entity. You just print it off and go get it witnessed and go get it notarized and get a EIN and go into the bank and open a bank account. It's just that simple. And you're like, man, what the f-? You know how hard that is? There's a lot of these things that people don't think about when it comes to this transition, y'all. And I want you to know. I don't want you to be surprised. I don't want you to be like, oh, man, why didn't I take the blue pill? <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. I meant Morpheus. That nigga said, you got the red pill, the blue pill. I grabbed them both and took them. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm going to go to the phone lines. I hope y'all felt me. You know what I'm saying? I really hope you picked up what I was putting down. I trust that this was for you. You know, I don't. I don't know why I decided at the last minute to do five hard truths of a private trustee, but it was it was for you. I trust that it was for you and, um, you know, that my energy and my focus and, you know, my efforts aren't in vain. You know, I know they're not. So, you know, blah, blah. I'm going to go to the phone lines, though, and then we're going to Rizap is up. So I'm going to take the first call. First caller is area code 602-9705. Area code 602 602- Nine seven zero five. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling it from? Hey, what up, so This is Albert from uh, Phoenix. How you doing, brother? So, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. How you doing? It's been a while. Very, very well, man. Very well. It has been a minute. It's been a minute. I'm glad you're still up here, man. Just want to give you much love and respect for doing what you're doing. We always appreciate you very much. I'm sure to my family. You're doing good. Good, man. <laughs> good to um, hear. Man, you uh, you pancaking toes over here. Pancaking toes on it, man. My foot <laughs> sore right now. Telling truth. <laughs> Got these five, these five painful truths of a trustee, man. I felt them all, and we're still getting a uh, a whole new bonus of it also, uh, what we're dealing with over here, learning the day-to-days um, of the old stuff as well as the new challenges. Um, can I get the five? Uh, can you rewind real quick and give me number five? Because my phone actually cut out and died right on the number five. Uh, number five is you are dealing with mental third graders. Oh, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? That's, oh man, that's the pancake part right there. I gotta, I gotta share a little bit. You know me. I might not have a have it all together, but the best thing I can do is say um, my experience as a trustee of having completed um, some of the things I needed to do very well, and other things not very well. And, you care to uh, share man, that, that, with, with the audience? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I really want to share because that hits home right now as a trustee. Um, I picked up one of the first class that so um, offered with his partner back in the day on the um, on the other class, and um, 
I'm, you know, a couple years down the road now, and uh, we actually finally excited about building, uh, let's just say, the different entities that we've put together, corporations, businesses, whatever, LLCs, stuff like that. Um, because what the, what the trust, trustee training has done for me so far is help unlock, just like so is trying to get to y'all, it's a spiritual thing. It's unlocked the mental, the spiritual, the physical and all of the doorways and hurdles that can be in the way, it can unlock all of those if you so desire. But I remember, man, probably two years ago when I was uh, listening to a show having a, a different type of struggle, you said something very similar. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for the faint of heart. This ain't for the ones who ain't willing to put down um, the things that hold you down. Um, like you said, you got to put down those ten bags of silver for the bags of gold. But that attachment that we have, that emotional thing from letting some things go to get to the next place, doing those things that you've never done uh, to get somewhere you've never got. And um, that, it hits home because it digs. If you've ever been through anything in life, it will dig every area that you progress in business and in life spiritually. It will dig uh, or you, what you will be able to do is dig out those things that may have been buried um, from habits, usually just habits through time um, that you were brought down from moms and pops and grandma and grandpa and the centuries, the brainwashing, all of the small things that have been poured into us. If you dig into it, um, I would say you can be blessed. As so it's trying to convey to you guys from from your, your innermost being, it will help teach you um, – the areas of darkness that we don't see you know a lot of us we looking out the window all day long we never even go out to get no sunshine especially nowadays and age with all of these viruses and pandemics we need to go get some sunshine a lot of us are still looking through the window looking at joe smo and jack Lowe, the neighbors doing stuff everybody's doing stuff but when you look out the window through your blinds you still have all of those little tiny blinds they're taking up a part of your vision you don't really see the full picture but when you get out there and you start doing it you're going to see the full picture and there's levels of freedom to this that are more abounding than anything that i can ever describe you know i'm blessed to have my first i got i got three beautiful boys but my first blood son uh just hit a year and for for me to be able to do something um my daddy never did he was a hard-working man he was an orphan pretty much his 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 family burnt down in a house fire when he was a little boy. So he came up real hard, and there was a lot of things he didn't have to give. But what I had to give to my brand-new baby was spending almost a whole year directed, solid time molding that little brain as best as I could, given my own specific circumstances. But the freedom that I've been able to intake and that he's been able to get from everything from a home birth to the freedom of good, clean air and a good, clean property, something like that. Um, it's nothing more than I ever could have thought of. But my next level that we're we're going through right now, in the growth spurt, man, it's uh, it hits real hard. Especially number five, dealing with, dealing with third graders. No disrespect to any of my brethren out there. All my brothers and sisters listening, <laughs> and we all going through this together. And this is my 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 newfound thing since I opened my mouth. Every time we open our mouth, we got to realize it carries weight. If we say I love, we're going to bring love. If we say I hate, it's going to bring hate. And we started something similar, um, a group called Sleep Sweepers for um, anybody who wants to uh, 
advance in their life, anything like that. We're cleaning up the streets around ourselves, in our hearts, our homes, getting all this money out the street that's just laying there, all the money that we throwing away, wasting, getting out there. And what I'm learning, man, it's it's a place where you got to meet people where they're at, everybody. I encourage you. Don't have the stupid, realist, unrealistic, over-the-top expectations for even your own mama, your daddy, your brother, your cousin, your sister, your uncle, your neighbor, too. You know, don't have those unrealistic expectations. Plant that seed, you know what I mean? Give them what they need to. Stop trying to peel their head back and throw all of your knowledge in their brain. They don't deserve that abuse sometimes. We just got to do our best because the truth is, is people need to see our shine. And they need to, yeah, sometimes see us lost and show what they show us what, uh, show them what they need to see. It's uh, inherent. Um, weird thing in our nature and our DNA so that we don't get weird reactions to them, so that we don't mess up our relationships, whether it be a newfound friend, uh, business uh, endeavor, or whoever it is. Enjoy the relationship. Enjoy the individual. Um, and enjoy the process is one of the best things I could give because as a trustee, one of the toughest parts that I'm realizing once again, um, but another level of it is trying to instill some of this knowledge into the family um, that is blood, the little bit that I can, so that they can hopefully come to, let's just say, the other side of the river where stuff is actually growing. You know what I mean? They ain't been nuked over here. So please, y'all, dig deep. You know, if this stuff is going to hit hard, don't turn away. I've turned around, tucked tail, and said, hey, you know what? I know that this ain't for me right now at different times. I cannot afford it with, once again, my current life situation. Um, and I came back to it at different times, picked it up, put it down, picked it up, put it down. But the one thing that it has done for me with the lifestyle, the mental that I can give to you all is create a mental of goal, not to walk around and disrespect folks and look down in your nose and think that you are better than someone, but the spirit of goal and, and the heartache walking around, seeing people in their, in their poverty of mind and, um, financial situation but share what you can build up who you can along the way and don't force nobody don't try to force a square peg into a round hole when it's his time he, he'll he'll carve his edges down and he'll fit round if that's where he wants to go if not let him sit in the square peg hole right next to you if you're around you guys get to dance together bump elbows that's as good as it gets you don't have to be a, a clone this is an organic situation. Everything in trustee is trusting yourself along the way with every mistake that you can and may and will possibly make. But you got to try to enjoy it, man. Because this it ain't for the faint of heart, but please give it a shot. It's, it's worth everything you got. It's worth it all. So give all you got. And we appreciate you again, man. Um, whether we spend much time together, man, you still always uh, will be a mentor and a good brother of ours. Mine specifically, so we thank you for your heart, man, and, and your work. It always uh, it does a, a good job of helping ignite the flame over here. So we appreciate you again, and and I agree, all praise praises due to the ancestors and the creators that help us out along the way. Bless you, absolutely, all. man. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Yeah, appreciate you. We'll catch you. Appreciate you calling in, man. That was that was that was beautiful. That was gorgeous. Thanks for thanks for that addition to the show, man. I really do no appreciate ways, it. You said a lot of truth. We share the same heart in a lot of ways, man. So, you know, I always got to feel what's going on, especially when we're going through it. Building process is uh, 
You're going to be breaking something in the building process. Cut, build, nail, hammer. Thanks again for helping us build. I'll catch up with you, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate you. Have a great evening. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Peace. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, family. That was, you know, and I hope y'all appreciate him, you know, sharing that because that was, that was personal, you know, personal experience that was really just, you know, echoing, you know, some of the things that I'm saying on the show. You know, you're going to be tested. You're going to go through things. It's going to be, you know, you might have to put it down for a while, pick it up later. This is, this is a, a, a marathon, not a sprint. But there are, there are many bountiful benefits. There's, you know, I'll tell you this. You know, um, you know, I used to do music and stuff, and I had in my mind since I was young this this ideology of what I was gonna be and how I was gonna be there and stuff like that. And of course, you know, most of us all we come from the hood. We have this. We mostly have this idea or this way that we figure out that we're gonna get out the hood. You know. Um, some of it's sports, other people it's entertainment, some people it's you know illegal activities, but a lot of times what people have in common in the ghetto, you know, in, in the hood is that we trying to get out and not all of us make it and the ones who do we have survivor's guilt or you know, I feel like I, I, I can't speak for everyone but we have survivor's guilt you know, but nevertheless in, in, in my my climb to what I felt was success I came to realize a lot of things One thing that I came to realize Is that I didn't appreciate being put on the pedestal Above my people I didn't appreciate being the, the, the token Brother Or or we can deal with you And you're different I did, I did not appreciate that It didn't make me feel good It made me feel funny um, Another thing that I realized Is that I wasn't really too much concerned about success I was really looking for my life and my actions to be significant, you know, the art that I was partaking in, the music that I was making, you know, I was looking for that to be significant. I was looking for that to maybe be my legacy, which was to me, especially now, I find it to be a very shallow legacy, just, just being music, you know, or art or whatever, which is, you know, I guess that's relative to each individual and how they view themselves and, you know, serve their legacy. So I have the right to my own opinion about my own. You understand what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to tell you is, is when I stopped technically living for me, you know, at first I made a large sacrifice for my family, for my children, which was very hard. I was depressed for nine months. I gained weight. Um, It was really tough on me mentally because it was hard for me to put down those bags of silver. And when I put down the bags of silver, the transition for me putting down the what I saw as bags of silver in, in between me picking up what I saw as bags of gold was a long time. It was some years, honestly. And those were some tough years. And the first nine months were very tough, specifically because I worked for like 15 plus years to get to the spot where I got where I wanted to be and I had to walk away. I had to. It was, there was no way I would have destroyed myself. When they talk about selling your soul, you know, I don't know if they give you contracts talking about really for your soul, but man, these fools in entertainment, anybody who wants to do music, you want to be an actor, your child wants to be a music actor, anything. They will 
make you compromise your morals and your character. There's no other way. Trust me. So, you know, I was really messed up. I was really messed up. And, you know, in that transition between the bags of gold and the bags of silver for me, I went through a lot of stuff. A lot. But when I decided to serve, when I decided that I'm not concerned about me and I'm going to serve, first I said I'm going to serve my family. Because, you know, like like Albert said, you know, the things that my daddy and my mom wasn't able to give me, my grandma, so on and so forth. So I'm going to serve my family. I'm going to serve my children. And then I started serving my brothers and sisters. And I'm telling you, if you told me, yo, in 2020, beyond the pandemic, you will have not done music for about 10 years. Of course, you're still making money off your publishing. You will not have worked a job. You have your own companies. You're in real estate. Um, you're a real estate investor. Uh, you have a weekly internet radio show, and you teach trust administration. And, and if you told me my net worth, I would not have believed you. I would not have believed you. I didn't see it. I would have argued you with you if you told me, "Hey, man, in 2020, you're going to be so ill." And I'm going to I'm going to be in your training and you're going to have helped me change the life of myself and my family. And I want to say thank you. And you are a, a large part of my life and you're a real estate investor, you own companies and your net worth is this tangible assets. This is what you're worth. I would have argued with you. I probably would have called you crazy. I might have said I'll beat you up if you don't get on my face. You're a weirdo. I would have threatened you with violence, physical. I would have called you crazy, which is psychological, emotional violence. You would have been met with violence because at that time I was a third grader. And I couldn't see what I couldn't see. I didn't know what I didn't know. And that's what I want to say. You know what I'm saying? Where you're at and where they're at, I have been. We all have been. You know, those who you call gurus or mentors or whatever. We've all been in the same spot at one point in time. And this is just, you know, the foundation is just me trying to, you know, like I said, reestablish the fundamental knowledge with regards to doing business and commerce. That's the purpose of the fan foundation. Educational knowledge. It's an educational purpose. It's a charitable purpose, but it is not a tax-exempt charity. But it's it's to it's to help you transition from where I was to where I am, because I know where I was. It was dope. You, I'm not telling you it was it was not a bad life. It wasn't, but it wasn't fulfilling either. And where I am now, this is the most fulfilling I've ever had. And I, I can't tell you. I help people. I really do. I really do, and it makes me feel so good being able to help people. And get them in better situations and teach them the truth and, you know, know, have relationships with people that were in training for five, four, three, you know, multiple, multiple years. You know, it's, it's very important to me doing business with my people, you know, so that it counters against what I was dealing with as me having to be the token Negro 
and all my other people were in lower economic positions. I actively fight against that every day. Fight against what I and, and I I'm very honored to be able to do it. So when I say this isn't me, this it's not that's what I mean. This isn't me. I don't I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just trusting in the creator and the ancestors. Um, I feel like my grandma's behind me because I, you know, I got a burst of insatiable hunger for knowledge right after she passed, and um, you know, I attribute my success, my significance, and my life to a lot of different things other than myself. But the movement, the application, the study, the hard work, the sacrifice—that was me. That's what it takes. And that's what I want to impart with, to y'all. So, yeah, appreciate you, Albert, for sharing that. I'm going to go to another caller in the mouth. 929 Peace, what's your name? Where you calling from? Peace, my brother, Saltel. This is Sister Yvette. Kings, mm-hmm. Queens, Communities, my brother. I am so glad that you gave the five steps. Because when I started trustee training, I thought, I was going to be on point. I struggled. I studied. I struggled. It finally clicked. I started doing things differently. Then I had to self-examine. I had to really swallow the bitter pill a truth and say, yo, self-examine. Is this where I want to be? Do I want to be like the crabs in the barrel? Do I want to keep going from paycheck to paycheck? Do I want to keep thinking I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses? Yeah. Kings and queens, communities, is two words, choices and decisions. If you've been incarcerated, you know what I'm talking about. If you've been locked down, you know what I'm talking about, choices and decisions. See, the thing about it is we have choices and we have decisions. Do we choose to stay in our situations or do we make a decision to change? Then you have to be real with yourself. Are you really willing to put away foolish things? Are you really willing to self-examine and say, am I selfish or am I selfless? Are you really willing that once you get to that private side, are you going to look back and help folks out? Or are you going to start flaunting stuff in their face? Are you really going to be willing to invest in the silver or the gold or the platinum or the precious metals, the tangible assets? Are you going to keep spending money on things that's going to ride out in the next six months to a year? See, that's the choices and the decisions. The choices and the decisions are, are you still going to be paying the rent or are you going to be homeowners? You're going to own your own homes, your own condos, your own co-ops. What are you going to do? The next thing is, are you reasonable with yourself to be a man or woman? Say, you know what? I created this day. Do I write it off? Do I claim bankruptcy? Am I going to make my choice to pay the debt? Or am I going to start all over? Choices and decisions. Do you want to stay on this nine to five and build somebody else's kingdom, somebody else's empire? Because, see, my brother's been talking about business, starting your own businesses. In this pandemic, there was two choices and decisions. Some of us chose to keep working and go through the decision if we make it from day to day, or else we made the decision to walk away and still see day to day. 
but we have nothing to show for it. The thing about it is you had a choice. You made a decision. Private education is definitely a choice and a decision. Are you going to be liked? No. Are you going to be understood? No. Is everybody going to jump on the bandwagon? No. Is family and friends going to have your back? I'm going to tell you right now. No. Are they going to study like you? No. So when you come into trustee training, you have to know 90% of the groundwork is going to be you. Because at the end of the day, it's all going to fall on you when everybody else screw up. Because you're going to have to dot your I's. And you're going to have to cross your T's. And you better not mess up. You better study. And you better study well. You better know your laws. You better know your ordinances. You better know whatever course you go into when your trustees or your beneficiaries screw up without you knowing. See, the thing about it is you can walk that walk, but will you stand up strong when you're making that walk? This is not a walk. For weak people, faint people, overthinkers, you have to be a doer and you have to be cautious when you're doing. You have to self-examine everybody that's involved. You have to self-examine yourself. When you have a business, you can write off your cell phone, your clothing, and all the little things that go in the office. You can write off your home-based business, the space in there. You can write off the toiletries and the coffees when you're doing your business meetings or your business trust or your family trust. But see, unless you get with my brother and do the consultation, you're never going to know that. See, I made that choice, and I made the decision that I have to leave some things and some people behind. I let my family know last year, Thanksgiving, we started a family trust. I haven't heard anything else. You know what I heard, my brother? I heard crickets. Ain't nobody came back to chat. Ain't nobody said what we need to do. Nothing. The paperwork is still sitting there because I'm still waiting for the signatures. I'm still waiting for everybody to step up. See, these are the things, people, that you have to make a choice and decision about. If they're going to have your back and if they're going to help the family grow. Business trust, family trust, foundations. You better make sure whatever you lay that foundation for, they're going to pick it up and run with it. Because our people don't perish for lack of knowledge. They perish because they reject it. See, you have to be a studier. You have to be a reader. You have to be a doer. Not a procrastinator, not a pessimist. Now, the optimist, you have to be to the letter. Kings and queens, communities, I am so proud of those who stepped up and took the training and made that walk. Some fell off for a season. They're going to come back. Some dropped out because they was waiting on other folks. They're going to pick back up. Some of them dropped out because of finances. They're going to come back, too. The thing about it is, real men, real women take care of theirs. Are you a real woman or are you a real man? Kings and queens, are we nobles or are we clowns? 
2020, if it did nothing else for 99%, a society should have opened your eyes. Now, Boo Boo the Fool got a few more days in that chair. Y'all better watch the courts. Y'all better watch your rights, what they're going to try to get rid of. Because they're removing certain laws to not benefit us. So be mindful. Watch what's going on. See, they want to stop us so badly by any means necessary. That's what they have amongst themselves. But Malcolm X said, by any means necessary to us, we taking it by violence. And we don't have to physically be violent. We have to be mentally and financially violent. Kings, queens, communities. Now is the time you get your affairs in order. 2021 is coming in quick. Make sure you have your businesses, your trust, and everything in order because they're coming. Make sure you have all your precious metals and your tangible assets completely protected. My brother, keep doing the good work. The ancestors are definitely surrounding you, on your shoulders, protecting you. Everything that they think they're trying to do to you, they can. And they won't be able to. Because when your hands are wicked... You can't prosper. If you notice, everybody that's around you that started this walk in the same areas, slowly but surely they're collapsing because the veils are coming off of them. And people are not liking what they're seeing and they're hearing. Keep doing the good work. Peace, king. Peace, kings, queens, and communities. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. Appreciate it, sister. I always appreciate it when you when you call in and bless us with your infinite wisdom. Thank you, thank you. I trust everything is well with you and the fam. And you know, I trust everything's gonna work out in your endeavors as far as establishing your private estate. Let me know. Hit me up if you need any, you know, if you need any assistance, any support. You got my number. Um always a pleasure to hear from you. But yeah, I appreciate you calling in every time. Appreciate, you know, the sister Yvette. Shout out to Albert. Appreciate y'all. You know, I, I trust that y'all were able to, you know, to glean something, gather something, gain something, you know, from this episode of the Foundation, Five Hard Truths of a Private Contract. I'm just, you know, just trying to let y'all know what it is. I'm just not here speaking the truth. You know, when I figure it out, I'll let you know. And I don't hold no punches. I don't hold nothing back. Because I know you're going to figure it out anyways. And you ain't going to be looking at me weird because you figured out that I didn't. I held some stuff back. <laughs> so you never told me that, man. Why didn't you tell me that part? Like, nah, I'm cool. You ain't going to be talking to me crazy. So I'll let y'all know everything. I'm just going to, you know, yeah, let it out there, you know. Uh, it's all inclusive. So that's what it is. I highly encourage you to get into trustee training if you feel or deem that that is, you know, something that is along the lines of what is attributable to you and your capabilities and your pursuits, your values, your goals. 
admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Let me know. I suggest you sign up to the email list. We got an offer going right now for trustee training. It's, I, I, I would say it's magnificent, but it's only for email subscribers. I also want to tell y'all if you can read between the lines, the closed mouth does not get fed. An offer never expressed is never accepted. And if you are afraid of hearing no, you should really evaluate some things psychologically about you and your mind. Because no, the answer no is very freeing. I would love to hear no, then maybe, because if you say no, then I know not to waste my time anymore. I'm out of here. I'm going to move on, start focusing on other things. And then I never know. I never have to think, oh, man, was that going to? I don't know. Nope, because I already checked. It's not happening. I'm out of here. Saves a lot of anxiety. Saves a lot of issues. If you're like, you know, when I just stand up stuff and be like, yo, man, can I? And they'd be like, no, nah. they, they might be like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, closed mouth does not get fat is what I'm trying to tell you. And, you know, you can add one to the two and then the three and carry the four and then figure out what I'm really saying. But I trust those to hear um, and understand those who can hear and understand. With that being said, yo, another week under the belt. I'm coming up on five years, man. High Frequency Radio Network. I can say I'm coming up on the HFRN elite status is what I'm saying. I'm going to confirm with Yusuf. I'm just going to keep it real. I'm going to confirm with Yusuf. But I'm like, yo, am I elite? At five years, am I elite? Am I high frequency elite? At five years, baby. I'm excited for that. I trust that y'all excited for that. You know, a lot of these gurus come out here and they got to popping off and they're gone in a couple years. You know, I don't know if it's the feds, if it's an audit, IRS, who knows? But I think, you know, longevity says something, correct? Right. So, bang, bang. That's all. That's the only tooting of my own horn I'm going to do. In the meantime, I trust that y'all enjoy your week. I trust that you gain some valuable information from the show. You know, trying to counteract the programming in the public. You know, with the education in the private, you know what I mean? If you would like to, I'll invite you to check out WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. There's a lot of stuff on there, you know, education tab, information, PDFs, you know, sign up for the email list. We're getting to a number in the email list where I feel compelled to just start giving y'all more more value. There's a lot of y'all now. It's like, dang, I need to start sending stuff. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm going to send out. In the next couple of days, everybody on the email list, I'm going to send y'all out, um, you know, this, this little paper I did on how, you know, starting your own business. You know, if you're thinking about booking a consultation anytime soon because you want to start your own family business or something, don't do it. Just sign up for the email list. I'm going to send out the blast. Just, you know, this little this little document I did about starting your own LLC. Just, you know, it's very I make it very simple, very easy to understand. And then, you know, after you check out that document, you still want a consultation, then book it. Now, how many people do you know that tell you, don't give me your money yet. Take this. And then if you still want to give me your money, then give me your money. I don't know, man. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all my family. You know, I do this. I do this for y'all. For real. I'm good. Just so y'all know, I'm good. I don't got to do podcasts, baby. I'm good. (laughs) I want y'all to be good. I want to, you know, walk by y'all. And see you shining, man. I, you know, it just makes me feel good. I, I don't even got to know you. Just see you over there smiling and shining. and You know, man, you just, it, I, I like that energy. And I want to do my part to plant seeds 
in your mind so that you can cultivate that energy in yourself and in your life, which is, man, it's just a winning, happy, man, I'm doing my dance energy, baby. You know what I mean? Get away from me with that jive, turkey. <laughs> I love y'all, man. I'm having a good time. I'm out of here, though, you know. I trust y'all had a, you know, enjoy yourself. Trust y'all have a great week. Enjoy your week. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the people who care about you. You know what I'm saying? Focus on them. Put the phone down. Put the iPad down. Put the computer. Put it down. Ask them how their day was. You know, I, ask them what's going on with them. How, how's the last week going? How, how are you taking this pandemic? Is there anything that I can do for you to help you? You know, you got to shine your light. Shine your light everywhere, man. Because then you'll just see beautiful blossoms everywhere you look, baby. It's a gorgeous thing. So you know, pay attention. Show some extra love to to your loved ones this week, yo. You know, say I love you a couple extra times. Give a couple more hugs. Say I appreciate you. Say thank you for doing that for me. And what can I do for you? Try to be of service. Put a smile on someone's face. Say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. And take care of yourself. Love yourself. And enjoy yourself. Most of all, enjoy yourself, man. It's a lot of stress, a lot of weirdness, a lot of hours, overtime, man. Enjoy yourself. And take care of yourself. And I'll catch you next week. Here on the hottest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio Network, baby. Peace. I love you. I appreciate you. Um, enjoy yourself. Like I said, catch you next week. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.